um, uh, a short time ago. And um, now, most of you will know that uh, Joe Kevin Mude Kronier is my is my son from another mother and father. Um, and with with him comes the the rest of his of his family. I don't know if Kathy has ever been that comfortable being a Kronier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Joe, but Joe's been quite comfortable with that. Um, but we had a we had a discussion, and um, when I said to him I'd like to come and visit, he said, "Oh, great, uh, uh, come and preach." I said, "I'm not asking for a preaching spot. I'm telling you, I want to come and visit you." And um, now this was born out of the discussion that we that we had, and you might. I look around the table and everybody has been serving the Lord for, for a long time. None, none of us here are, are newbies in, in the faith. And so what I've got to say might be what you've heard as recent as two weeks ago. It might be something that you've always known, just didn't know where it came from. Um, way back when... Joe and Kathy were still leading in, um, in, in Yeovil, there was a discussion along the same thing. And so, when something new like this starts, and Joe rightfully said, these words of encouragement, we receive it, but it's not about this church, it's about our God. We bring glory to our God. And if we consider how God... Um, in the New Testament, how he put together this new covenant for us and how he put together certain um, uh, uh, um, um, guidelines, models also for us to, to work by. It is something that as a new, uh, a new group of people starting church, because church is just that it's a group of people who get together, right? Um, and the body of Christ is, if there's um, me, and, me and somebody else, we can be the church because we are the church. This is obviously not the, all of this we know. So I'm coming to you, uh, to this church, in an apostolic uh, uh, um, mandate, if you will. Um, I've been sent from Cornerstone, and I am here. What do you guys call yourselves? This is Joe's Church. It's got to be Joe's Church. Yeah, we've we've had a few names, but you did say the name at uh, at at the 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 the, the connect. But I, uh, Redemption Family Church. Redemption Family Church. Oh, okay, I thought it was more. There were more words than that. Um, I always say between the. Between the Portuguese and the Afrikaans, we can we can make sentences for for a for for, for a place, you know, Redemption well, Family Church, Holy Redemption Family, yeah, no, no. Of the, uh, Holy Beloved. <laughs> Are you Afrikaans, but or Portuguese? <laughs> okay, so oh shit, sorry, wrong wrong phone. I I need to I need to check myself because me and time I can I can run away with. Uh, with time without even trying. Um, so, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I will set a time and then I will break it. Uh, yes, it will ring. It will ring for us all. And then I'll ask for more time afterwards. Okay. So, I want to speak about apostolic Christianity. Um, NCMI, as you know, is a translocal team with an apostolic prophetic heart. And I'd like to break that down a little bit and, and, uh, and talk about some foundational things. But all I will, whatever I speak about will be biblical based. So you can make notes from a biblical uh, perspective and know where it comes from. Many of the things you've heard before, many of the things you've known, some of the things I dare say you probably don't know, simply because we never talk about it. 
we, we are part of NCMI. Who the heck is NCMI? Oh, it, it's nothing. It's something, but it's nothing. So it's, it is a team. It's a translocal team with an apostolic prophetic heart. Um, translocal meaning it's not just the local here, but it, it, uh, it extends beyond our borders. It becomes translocal. Then apostolic. What is an apostolic heart? Well, it's a going, pioneering, this type of heart. It's starting new churches. There's a pioneer, apostolic in that, in that um, place. And it looks to establish and strengthen local churches. That's what, why there would be an apostolic uh, team of this, of this nature. Uh, or apostolic prophetic team, um, uh, rather. And then the prophetic heart is that it strives uh, to hear from God. A prophetic is always hearing from, from God. Hearing what it is that, that God is, is guiding us, us to. Now, if we read Ephesians chapter 2, if you wouldn't mind turning with me to Ephesians chapter 2. It... You, one would get the impression that Paul is saying that every believer should have an apostolic heart. And it's based on that that I want to start off with today. Um, if, you, if you go to verse 12 and 13, I'm not going to read much from there. But you will see that we once were aliens. We were separated from God in verse 12. And then verse 13 but Jesus. You will read there, but Jesus. And this to me is the, is the great thing about our Savior. Is we would be alienated, we would be aliens from God, uh, aliens to God, if you will. Um, Jesus says, I no longer call you servant, I call you friend. Um, things like that. This is what Jesus does. Then in verse 18 is where I want to read from. For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you also are being built together built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. So there's a few things that I'd like to point out, and that's specifically in verse 20, that we are built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. So when we say we're an apostolic prophetic heart, uh, NCMI has that, we too, as a body of believers, as a church, build on that, on that very same thing. Then the second point is that Jesus Christ himself being the cornerstone. Whatever we build on, as Joe pointed out, it's not about this new, this new church. It's about Jesus. It's about lifting Jesus higher. It's about because it's true. As we lift him higher, he draws us unto him. So this is not a new thing for, uh, for us as, as believers. We've always, known, we've always known that. But this is where we, we finding it coming, uh, find it coming from. In, uh, you don't need to turn to these two scriptures. You know them well. I'm just going to quick, uh, uh, quickly reference them. Matthew 4 verse 18 to 22 where he says, Follow me and I'll make you, uh, make you fishers of men. This is something that we are called to. Each one of us is called to become a fisher of men. It's not as if it's a, uh, well, you, if you want to follow me and if I'm a follower of Jesus, then that's what I'm going to become. I will become a fisher of men. What's more is Matthew 28, the same book, um, the last words of Jesus Christ before he ascended. Verse 28, we all know. And he says, "All I love this. All authority on heaven and earth is given to me. Uh, we, we, we know that. And later on, he'll, he will t say how, well, not later on, uh, before that already he just reminds us that all authority was was indeed given to him and he tells us then to go and uh, preach um, proclaim the kingdom of heaven as is at hand and then he says um, heal the sick raise the dead cleanse the lepers and cast out demons so there's five things to do um, one is we proclaim two we heal we raise the dead 
not many, I haven't raised too many of those people. I don't know why he didn't put that at the end, but anyway, that's, uh, that's his prerogative. Maybe it's more important. There were more dead people than there were uh, lepers that needed to be cleansed or, or, um, uh, or, or, or demons that needed to be cast out. I don't know. But um, here's, here's the deal. There's a bunch of stuff for us to do. And this is what he says. All authority is given. Then, great commission, go. Um, it's, we're speaking of the same thing. Apostolic, prophetic. Uh, please turn with me to Ephesians chapter 4. We're going to spend a bit of time in this, in this portion of Scripture. Verse 8 to 11 reads as follows. Therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives and he gave gifts to men. Verse 9 says, in saying he ascended, what does it mean? But that he had also descended into the lower regions of the earth. Excuse me. He who descended is the one who also ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. And then verse 11 says, and he gave apostles. He gave the apostles. In some, uh, some uh, translations, he said, and he gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists. Um, shepherds and teachers. So I always, when I teach on that, I speak. We always speak about the fivefold gifts, and you might know this, but for the one person who doesn't, that's Joe. Um, <laughs> for the one person who doesn't, let me give you a way to remember the fivefold gifts. When you pick something up, the thumb is always on the one side, and everything else, all the other fingers, on the other side. The thumb is your apostles. First, he gave some to be apostles. So the apostles, the function of that is to give a little bit of a, of a grounding to um, establish maybe direction in terms of, of um, how to do things, the governmental side of, of things. The next one is your in, index finger. This is index, eh? The yeah. waist finger. Afrikaans is much easier. The waist finger. It's your show finger. Um, <laughs> You, you show the way. How do we show the way unless we've heard the way prophetically? I hear from God as, a, as the prophets. The prophetic gift hears from God and shows, shows the way. The third one is your, um, your middle finger being the um, evangelist is, your, is the third gift. When the fivefold go out, the first one to reach the front is the... <laughs> Is the evangelist. He's the one that breaks open. Uh, look at a, a Clint Berry and a Clint Harker. We all know those, uh, those, those madmen. Um, this is typically what happens. Evangelist breaks open. Then the next one is a ring finger. Is speaks about love. To love the people. Show that the pastor will love the, the, the people. Teach the people to love the word. It's teaching people how to love God. Very much come, very, it comes very much in the form of the, of the pastor. And then the, the teacher is the little pinky that goes into your ear to teach you. you know? so, so there we go. You've got the fivefold gifts right there in your, in your hand. Um, so for me, whenever somebody writes them in the wrong order... I become OCD about this because my fingers can't switch around, you know, so just use it, don't use it. So we're back in, in verse 12. Uh, verse 11, we've, we finished reading. It was the uh, apostles through to the, through to the teachers. And then in verse 12, it says, to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Now, my note that I've made here is why, why would Jesus have given the fivefold gifts? And we see the why in verse 12. The why is number one is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Number two, it's for the work, well, to equip the saints, number one. Number two is to, for the work of the ministry. Why would you need to be equipped? Is for the work of the ministry. And number three is for building up the body of Christ. So that you see in verse, in verse 12 are the three reasons why. Carries on in verse 13 is for how long? For how long will we need these gifts operating in the church, in the churches? Well, it's quite simple. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith. Number two, until we all attain to the knowledge of the Son of God. Number three, until we attain to mature manhood. And I don't know about you, 
but um, maturity and age don't go together. The, the older I get, I don't necessarily feel that I'm getting more, more mature. I'm finding that I, that I need significantly more things knocked out of me. I did call it things. Um, and then uh, number four, for how long do we need it until we, listen to this one, until we attain to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now, I reckon in that verse alone, there's a preach. I don't know what that preach is, but there's a preach in there. It just sounds like so many, to attain to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Um, I, I know this one thing, I'm not there. And so for as long as I'm not there, fivefold, please come and, and minister into, into, the different, into the churches. And I'm going to speak about that uh, as we carry on. Now, verse 14 is, why? Again, so that we may no longer be children, tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness, in deceitful schemes. Rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, makes the body grow. There's those two words again. So that it builds itself up in love. We got to build ourselves up in love as the, as the body. It's not just a so much. It's a great idea. There's a so that. There's, a, there's an end goal to this. Of course, we want to attain all these things that I, that I, that I shared, shared earlier. But there's a so that. Um, the, speaking verse, verse 14 and verse, when we move on to verse 15, you'll see that there's a, almost a shift in gear. So, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro, blah, 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 blah. Verse 15. Rather, speaking the truth in love. Now, man alive, that's something that I still have a lot to learn. Because I speak the truth, but not always in love. I speak the truth sometimes with a cutting edge. Sometimes, those who know me well probably say more often than, than it should be. There's, there's a learning process for me in this. And I'm the one preaching to you. I know. God is busy with me too. Have grace. Jump with me please to 1 Peter chapter 5. This is a, a scripture that I love to, to quote um, in, in, in the nations when I go, especially into the African nations because of the fact that there's a, a hierarchical thinking in, uh, in the church. And so this one, this one portion of Scripture, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 1 to 4, uh, brings all of that into, a, in, into one thing for me. You might have picked up that in, in, in amongst NCMI churches, we don't call each other pastor. We don't say pastor this and pastor that, you know. Uh, so I said pastor pepper and pastor salt. But, um, <laughs> I, but we call each other by the first name. And then we speak of each other as elders, uh, not as reverends or pastors or bishops or whatever. So I understand that where my, where my thinking is. I, you know, you've seen it happen, but you probably don't necessarily know from where it comes. And so this is my opportunity to share with you why it is as, as it is there. So work with me through this um, portion of Scripture. So remember who's speaking. It's, uh, Peter is writing this. Peter, he was a disciple, right? And then Jesus called all these disciples, he called them apostles. The Bible says because they were going to go and preach. Um, when you read in, in Acts chapter 8, when the whole church was dispersed, everybody went to preach except the blooming pastor, the apostles. They all stayed behind. So if you read Acts chapter 8 verse 1, it says everybody uh, dispersed except uh, only not the, the, the apostles. I think, there we go. Nice one, guys. Nice one. Jesus said you're going to go and then you stay behind. Anyway, let's stick, let's stick with, with what, I'm, what I'm trying to say here. Um, 
so Peter was probably still the leader of the church in Jerusalem at this time. And he's writing, and he, so he's, he says, So I exhort the elders among you, as a fellow elder, the apostle, the leader, the dude running the thing, he, as a fellow elder. So he just said, okay, we, who, this is who we're talking about. And a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a partaker in the glory that is going to be revealed. Oh, that's the glory that is going to be revealed. I love that part. Then verse 2 says, shepherd the flock or pastor the flock, depending on which version you're reading, of God that is among you. Exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly as God would have you. Not for shameful gain, but eagerly. Not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Uh, there's a few words there that I, that I have underlined. And the first one being elders and fellow elder. So um, we, we realize that, there's, that this apostle dude, the leader of the church, he was an elder. So we start off with that. Then it goes on and says, in verse 2, it says, shepherd the flock. And we know that shepherds are pastors. They, they, I don't know, the only place where, pastor, where the word pastor ever comes up is in, in Ephesians 4 verse 11. You, I've looked in various versions of the Bible. You don't see the word pastor there. But we all know pastor. We talk about a pastor as if the Bible is full of those guys, but there's none. There's only the gift of pastor. Um, there's, no, there's no such individual. However, we do know that we somehow we've taken it in our heads and we've put it together with shepherd. So we, the elders are therefore pastors, right? They are shepherds. Let's carry on. Uh, the next one, just a little bit further in verse 2, says, exercising oversight, be an overseer. Um, in in, in uh, one, 1 Timothy chapter 3, it says, um, he who desires the, the office of an of a overseer, of a bishop. So those two words, bishop and overseer, is the same thing. Uh, it's a great thing. But we also know that that's also the elders. That's the, the, so all those five things, the elders, shepherds, pastors, overseers, bishops, that's all one, it's one bang, one thing. It's not a whole bunch of things. Um, it's not different people. It's one person. It's one uh, function, not a title. Why do I say it's not a title? I say that because in verse 4, it says, And when the chief shepherd appears, who's the chief shepherd? Jesus. Jesus. When the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. And so, because I don't call uh, Jesus, Chief Pastor Jesus, I don't, when I pray, Oh dear Chief Shepherd Jesus, would you, re I, I, we, don't, we don't speak like that. He's got a name. We call him by the name. I no longer call you servant, I call you friend. So I was a servant, I was alienated, but he has brought us together and we, we, we're okay. We become the bride of Christ. And so therefore we're not speaking in, in hierarchical terms. And hence the elder, not, that is the function, the office of an elder, and not the title of an, of an elder. Whoever desires the office of a bishop. Not whoever desires the title of a bishop uh, desires a good, a good thing. So that's where that, that all comes from. Now that was by the, by the side because I'm going to show you something else which I need you to have heard, uh, have heard that much. And this is where I start um, getting, getting creative. Um, and I get creative in the following way. I want you to please turn with me to... Uh, the book of Philippians, chapter 1. And there we'll see that um, Paul writes this letter to the Philippians. And he says, Paul and Timothy. So, he's put himself here in a, I don't know if you guys can see from the back. Mm -hmm. Not. Hey, no, no. <laughs> You're in front. 
Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like this you can't see. <laughs> so he's made, he's made a little circle around them. He says, Paul and Timothy. So, okay, who's he writing? Servants. Okay, so this has got a, there's a, a, a title here. These are servants. And who's he, who are who are these servants writing to? To all the saints. Oh, okay, so he's writing to a church. Okay, so let me, let me create a church then, if that be the case. So he's writing to a church. Zelda will be happy that my church doesn't have a chimney today. <laughs> because on my, on my um, iPad, I was looking for a little emblem that when I was creating the, the, the slide, but it didn't have a... A thing like that. It, it only had a little chimney on the side, and he said that's not a church. So put a cross on the chimney. No, I didn't put it on the chimney, so I put it on top. So here's the church, okay? And he's saying, Paul and Timothy, servants, and he's writing to, there's a, he's writing to these guys, and in there we've got. Oh, all the saints. Saints. In Jesus Christ, who are at Philippi. With the overseers. We, we could have, I could have written the elders. And the deacons. So, we see that there is a a group of people that he's writing to. Now, I, I use the following as when I, when I address the parliament, whenever I address parliament, I'll speak to the president, <laughs> Mr. President, Madam Speaker, and so you carry on through the, through the ranks until you get to and Juju and the rest. Um, I, I don't know who's the, who's the rest. Juju just doesn't like me, so I, I reckon maybe, maybe I'll... I'll I'll have an issue with him as well. I think he's a brilliant man, by the way. Um, he plays this game so well. Now, who's the highest in this church? The saints. Of which we are all saints. Every single one of us. Even these guys, if they were part of this church, they would be saints. But they're not part of this church because they are, they are servants, right? And this church is the church in, church in Philippi. Now, very clearly, we've got, the, we've got the order there. Then, if you go through to uh, verse number 2, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you hear the, 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 the heart? He's not just saying, uh, guys, just fall in line, please. Girls on the one side, boys on the other side, we're going to... No, he's, he's speaking of a, there, there is a, a relationship here. Verse 3, I want my, I, no, I, want, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you. In other words, I remember you. I think of you in all my remembrance. Always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy. Isn't that, isn't that a, a, a beautiful um, uh, um way of, of, of introducing yourself and, and just because there's a whole book to come. We're on verse 3 now. We, we, or verse 4. We, we, we might be in verse 4. We, we haven't even started this book yet. I'm writing you a letter. But I want you to know who I am, who you are in me, and who I see you to be in God. This is the relationship that, we, that we're talking about. Because of your partnership. Ah, here's something. There's a, there's a, a servant, there's a serving happening, and there is a partnership happening. It's because of your partnership, I'm getting, I've got too few hands now for that. Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. 
So, that's the picture, right, of the first uh, five verses. Now, who is Paul? Where does he come from? So, Paul comes from a church. Um, he, was, he was taken to this church. All the churches need a cross. We cannot know it's a church unless it's got a cross on it. Um, and there was there were other churches. I mean, this is not it's not there's not, not only two churches in the world. There, there are several churches, right? Even even back in those days, there were, and all of them were had a cross. So let's let's get that right. Let's let's not mess around. So we got a church in uh, in Antioch. We got a church in. I don't know if you say Derby or Derby, but in this place, you've got a church in Leicester. Uh, so the reason why I put those two churches together there is because I don't know from which one uh, actually um, Timothy came. But we know that Barnabas went to Tarsus. Tarsus, it's off the page. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to make that one. So went to. Uh, um, Barnabas was in Antioch, went to Tarsus, went and fetched Paul, brought Paul. You see, my time's up, guys. And I've Part still got. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, I'm going to ask for another 10 minutes, please, my friend. Can I, can I carry on for a little bit longer? Yes. I'm going to have to speak much quicker because the next part has got more than this. <laughs> so, if you guys. We can do that as well, if I, keep, if I can get your attention again. But I think once I've lost your attention, it's gone for me. So, just bear with me, please. Let me, let me take this. So, Paul, uh, Paul goes with Barnabas to Antioch. From, in Antioch, we, we know how in, in Acts chapter 13, where uh, they are praying, they are fasting, and the Holy Spirit says, set aside Paul and Barnabas for the work I've got for them. So, that's where Paul comes from. Uh, all the way from, from, from Antioch. That's from Paul's journey to get, to get here. But Timothy, he came from the area of D uh, Derby, Derby, uh, Lystra. So he comes from this church. And they are working now as servants to the church in Philippi. So this would represent the concept of translocal. All of a sudden, we see translocal is not a biblical word. It's a, probably an NCMI thing, but it's just it's just the two words uh, beyond local. So here's local, here's translocal, uh, or trans. So they're translocal. <laughs> anyway. No wonder you run out of time. Uh, yes, it's true. It's true. So this is the deal, how the, where the translocal comes from. It's important that you get an understanding of why there is a translocal, because of what I'm going to show next. That translocal is well described, or the church, the, the local church and the translocal uh, partnership is described in, in, the, in the, the book of um, Philippians. That's where it, where it comes from. All good. Now you're going to keep that in mind as we go to the next one. Now yes, man, there's a lot for me to, to do here. Um, let me just quickly, I don't want to mess up my next page. I want to quickly speak about uh, the different ways, the different <laughs> models of church. Um, in the past, we used to have a, 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 a churches that and I come from such a, such a church before, and you do too. Uh, not you, Joe, because he was in the boss cat before he came before he accepted Jesus. Um, but the, you were in a church which had a was effectively a dictatorship, um, where somebody sits at the top and tells everybody what's going to happen. Now, where does the church get that concept from? Not from the Bible. It gets that concept from government because we. That's how. 
we were, that's how we were ruled in days gone by. We'd have a dictator, this tells us what to do, and in many countries it's still like that, and that's how it happens. There's a dicta it's a dictatorship, D. I'm, I'm running on the Ds here. The next one is an upside-down um, uh, triangle where th the people tell the individual how, what to do, how to, how, how to run it. Um, and if we don't like this pastor, we'll fire him and get another one because this is, we, he's not doing his job. He's not making me feel comfortable and making sure everything is, everything is good. Where do we get that from? That's a democracy. We get that from, the, from, from, uh, from, from politics again. Because the dictatorship didn't work for, for our Western friends. They came and said, no, 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 we won't do it like that. We're going to choose who we're going to have that will, that will um, rule over us. Um, and I always tease, I say in Africa, we choose our own dictators. So we call it a, we call it a democracy. Um, they'll take all the money, it doesn't matter. Um, but this is what we do in, this, in our countries, isn't it? We did it in the apartheid times and we still do it today. Um, I mean, all those guys had all the farms. Where did you get? Nothing. You're still sitting with nothing like me. Yes, this, yes, the, 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 the next picture that I want to that I want to show is the biblical model of how of how this um, would work. Now, we we would still work on a on a triangle concept, um, and the reality is that we have at the front. You might not see these little guys, but these are my little, my little three musketeers um, standing there. These guys are leading the church. No longer are they on top or beneath, they are now leading the church. Uh, we get this from 1 Corinthians 11, if you're wanting to make a note. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1. Follow me as I follow Christ, is what Paul was, was saying, right? So, they at the, at the front. Now, what are they doing at the front? Oh, man, they've got to get their eyes on someone. And we're back on a cross. <laughs> representing Jesus. I've got to make this nice and clear for the people in the back. The people in the cheap seats. So, we want... We're saying that according to Hebrews 3 verse 1, where it says, Consider Jesus... The apostle and high priest of our, uh, of our confession. We keep our eyes on Jesus. That's where, that's where our eyes are. These people that are leading have got their eyes firmly fixed on Jesus. And then Proverbs 29 verse 18 where you'll remember this. It says, no, without a vision my people perish. Mm -hmm. So we need a vision. Now the vision that we have, we get from Jesus. So I don't want to um, make, make it sound as though we've got a cross. This is Jesus without any, without our, um, without wondering about it. This is our leadership team um, in, uh, when Paul writes to Timothy he will say appoint elders in all the, in all the towns. He says the same thing to Titus, excuse me, appoint elders. Now, uh, there's a plurality in that. It's elders, not elder. But one could say, oh, okay, maybe an elder in this town, an elder in that town, an elder, so it's elders. You could see it in that way if you wanted to, but we choose to see it as elders plurality within, uh, within, the, um, within a, single, a single church. That's... The elders are leading, their eyes are fixed on Jesus, they get their vision um, uh, from, from Jesus, because that's where, where our eyes are fixed. Ooh, I'm going too fast. Remember I said that we had the dictator, then the, 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 the democracy, dictatorship, democracy. The next one is a discipleship. Now, the discipleship one is...
This is, we're taking our people in this direction. So who are our people? And how do our people uh, function? Our people work in relationship. This, this whole church works on relationship. And we get that from 1 Corinthians chapter three, 13, rather, verse 8. Because it will say that love never ends. Prophecies will end, tongues will end, knowledge will end. All will pass, but love will never, will never end. So that's where we get the idea that this church is all based on, on love. And that's what we find. I walk in here and everybody, whether you're bouncing on, on the box or whether you are looking after children and doing whatever is needed, it's all uh, in, in line with the, with the same thing. It's the love. You feel it. You sense it when you walk in. And if you don't, get it there. Um, church that, I, that I'm a part of. Um, so, the discipleship. There's two scriptures here. Matthew 9 verse 17 which speaks about the new wine and new wineskins. So if you've got new wine, we, you're learning new things, we, we were talking about it. Let's get the wineskin right so that the new wine can go into the wineskin and so that you can then uh, retain it. We know the whole story of the wineskins. I'm not going to carry on with that. But then Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18, we say, we are moving from glory to glory. It speaks about travel. It speaks about going. We're not just sitting still and growing. Uh, we're not growing roots down where we are. We are going somewhere because we are an apostolic, prophetic-minded um, people. Then, remember the translocal. The translocal is around here somewhere as well. Let's, let's give them a... A, um, these guys, remember, they came from different churches. I'm not going to draw the churches, but they came from the different churches that we heard um, before. And their function in the church, because I'm, I'm, I'm creating a, a sketch of the New Testament church right now. Their function in this church, according to Ephesians 4.11, is that they will be ministering to the leadership and ministering to the congregation. There is a, the partnership speaks not only of um, the translocal and the, 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 the elders. It speaks of saints, elders, deacons. The whole bang shoot is where the input comes. The Ephesians, Ephesians 4, 11, fivefold fivefold uh, gifting. It's for the upliftment, for the bringing to maturity of the whole of the whole church. Now, the one thing I haven't spoken about is what about the gifts in this church? Are there only gifts outside that come here? No, there are gifts in the church, and where do they? What do they do? Well, they function as leaders as uh, part of the, the, the relational group, but they also function in a translocal, in a translocal uh, system. Now, they won't come and join this translocal little team that is ministering to our church. They will go and they will move from our church into to another church. I'm going to draw, draw this one. This one can't go without, with, without a picture. He goes to another church, and the same way Paul and, and Timothy were ministering to the, the church in, in Philippi, our, the gifts in our church will no longer function as a pastor, as an elder, as a, as a deacon. But now they will leave our church. We will send them as Cornerstone sent Zelda and myself out to Redemption Family, family Church. church. <laughs> loving Family Redemption Church. Of, uh, loving Christ but but I need to remember this. I can't have you in my head. <laughs> Lord, I cancel that out in Jesus' name. <laughs> church, church. Now he doesn't know the church. Okay, so RFC. Yeah. So RFC, in my case, has 
I minister, I serve in RFC, both to the leaders and to the congregants of, uh, of, of, at RFC. And then uh, we see that in Acts chapter 15, as well as in Acts, oh man, Dutchman, I've gone, gone off, off track here. Yeah? Uh, in, also in Acts chapter 14, where uh, verse 24 to 26, it'll say that they came back to Antioch and told, of, they declared all that God had, had, uh, had done with them. So they, this was in Antioch in Acts chapter 14, and then in Acts chapter 15, it, they went to Jerusalem even. The same guys, still uh, 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 Paul and Barnabas, they went all the way there. To, so you give feedback. You don't, you don't just go and then say, oh, there we go, uh, that was cool. But we come back to the church, the translocal team, because this is now the translocal team ministering there from this church, comes back and gives feedback on that. I've now closed all the loops of all the different um, uh, areas in in the, the this little picture that I'm that I'm trying to that I'm trying to uh, to sketch for us. Am I suggesting now that the next thing you guys should be doing is going out and translocaling everything? No. But it is a foundational principle of just let's settle how, how we do things. Let's ensure that when Joe and I speak that he has, has uh, asked us to, to come and speak in this way. Not as a visiting pastor. I'm not a visiting pastor. I, I am on the translocal team with uh, uh, Tyron, uh, Tyron and Nicole. And uh, as such, when I come here, I can function as a friend, but also as, a, as an input, as a uh, bringing something to this church that might be of, of, of value in helping the establishing of uh, of the church, bringing to maturity or, or uh, everyone, because we all need to bring, uh, be brought to maturity. So that to me is the picture. That's me. That's me now. now done. I don't know if I've exceeded my, my ten my ten minutes. But did you notice? Did you notice? I never put a. I never put the timer back on again. I, I just asked for time. Oh, did you? Did I manage? One minute remaining. Yes. One minute remaining. Okay, there we go. Right. And on that note. No. <laughs> um, I won't. I won't. But the beauty of of this, I, I need to maybe just give a quick testimony of Nick and Shanae. Um Joe mentioned to me when we were together, he said, man, it just seems as though they are being invited to all, you know, that they went to plant in, uh, in Belita. Um, they just are invited to this place, that place. Everybody is helping them. Everybody bringing stuff and offering stuff. And how this is something we don't know. And I said the reason for that is because of the the relationship that they are in um, on that side. And so this is what we are busy trying to establish. Um, not that I come with stuff, I, I don't. Um, but I <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Joe, I am so sorry. I'll make up to it. I'll, I'll make up to you, see. <laughs> but just on the side, don't tell anybody. Um, the, the beauty of it is that you're still part of family. You're part of something bigger than just us four and no more. There's more to, to life than just what we are starting with. Because uh, Joe, in the beginning, said our inherent, inheritance is seen in this place. And we know that. We, 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 we cherish it. We do not look at the Mother family uh, thinking, oh, um, good luck. It's not, it's not the case. Um, we don't look at those who God is adding to what they are doing as, oh, that's lucky. No, God has got something new. God is busy with something here and God is add, adding. And I, uh, I see us as part of of ex uh, establishing and expanding that that um, uh, inheritance that we that we have in the nations, because in Kelani there's nothing of us until now. <laughs>
Cool. Amen. Can I can I add also just something just just the the over the time of, of being in Cornerstone for so many years, I think the thing that I've come to really appreciate with the translocal aspect is the accountability. Yeah. Where when a church runs on its own, it quickly falls into error. Mm-hmm. Because you can't you, you actually for lots of good reasons you fail to see your own mistakes. You know, and I think it's the same in your family, same in your business, same in every circumstance. But when somebody who loves and cares for you takes time and day to actually, mm-hmm. you know, give you the hard truth, <laughs> sometimes, often, we don't want to hear the hard truth. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the thing that I've, I've come to appreciate. And, 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 and let us always be open. You know, it's more an exaltation for us to always be open to awesome. to hear the difficult And, and, and the thing here is not, the relationship is not with Cornerstone Church, despite the fact that you're planted out of Cornerstone Church. Um, otherwise, you've got a big daddy, little daddy, or big, um, big brother, little brother scenario, and that's not, that's not what it's about. Um, there is a translocal team, and you determine the team that you want to, that you are, that you put together. Cornerstone has a very definite team. If we as elders feel that uh, there is some error happening in our, in our church, we know who we have relationship with. There's three primary relationships that we know who to contact and uh, in order to, to, to fix, fix it up. Because if it happens, it's happened before and it'll happen again because we are dealing with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, uh, Joe has, has, has uh, uh, he's, he's saddled up with, with me and he said, any for now, um, it's you and me, buddy. I said, that's, that's all right, my friend, as long as I pay for the coffee. Because <laughs> he always wants to pay for everything. Can I just add another thing that just stood out for me now while you were talking? It's just this beautiful picture of multiplication. Because that just keeps duplicating and duplicating and duplicating. It's unreal. It's awesome. Because out of here, something else is going to happen. Amen. Now, how do you overlay the, um, in more recent years, how we're doing church in the city and versus a planted church? Okay. Now, how does that fit in there? Okay, so we, um, church plants like this, is an autonomous uh, church with an autonomous leadership. Um, the elders of the church are the highest uh, um, governing, hum- uh, uh, governing, uh, governing um, uh, um, office on earth. That's not God. God obviously over- overrides all of us. But uh, on the earth, the elders are the highest governing body. Um, despite the fact that they are second, Together with them are the deacons that forms now the, the leadership team is elders and deacons form the leadership team below saints. Uh, when Cornerstone started with the, the, with the sites, I was dead against it. I just thought, what the heck are we busy with here again? Um, until I got to understand that uh, the way we're doing it there is one leadership in one church that meets in different places because to get the people in Yeovil because everybody here knows Yeovil if to get the people from Yeovil to come to Bedford View would almost be an impossibility you're not going to you're not going to do that except with a lot of expense and and an administrative nightmare but if we then go, rather, putting, rather than putting a, a, a bunch of flowers in Yeovil to say, how pretty is this, by just going and coming back and going and coming back, mm-hmm. we went and, through um, Joe and Kath, planted a site in Yeovil. They were part of the elders' eldership, the Cornerstone eldership. Whenever I go and speak at, at these sites, I'll ask them, how many elders do you have? Oh, we have one, we have three, we have... I said, no, you're wrong. Um, nowadays, we're 27. You have 27 elders. The fact that you only see three or that you only see one doesn't change the, the reality that one person 
doesn't make all the decisions in that, uh, in that, in that place. Uh, even when Kenny was with you, when Devin was with you, Joe and Devin, Joe and Kevin, uh, Kevin, uh, 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 Kenny would come back to to uh, the to the eldership per se. Many of the things would be Joe and Marcus speaking because leader 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 speaking, but the the decision making he wouldn't appoint his own elders there. Uh, it, uh, we didn't get onto any of that. Um, he wouldn't even in, appoint his own deacons. He would bring it to the to the team. Half of us didn't know a single person who he's talking about, and then we want to give him a blooming uh, an opinion about it. Um, that's that's just normal because you've got people. Everybody's got opinions, and so we want to we want to share an opinion. Why have one if you're not going to share it? Right? Um, but the reality of of that, I'm taking a long time to answer your to answer your very simple question. Um, that was simply because the eldership planted the churches, planted the sites rather. A couple plants a church. Joe and Kathy, with God, planted this. They would bring it to the eldership. They would speak with Marcus, who was leading them. They would share their heart. They would, and all of that, there would be a developing, there would be a a, be careful of this, watch this, how are you going to do that type of discussion that happens. Later on, the rest of the elders are brought in into the, into the discussion of, of this before it is, um, it is shared with the rest. And a lot of prayer goes into, into these people. Um, because they are going out, they are leaving the fold. Whereas a, 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 a site is an easy thing. Oh, we need a projector. Do we have a projector? No. Can we buy one? No. We can't have one. Um, I, no, I don't know how it happened for you, but, but it might have been something along those lines. <laughs> um, the reality is, yeah, you'll say, okay, I've got two kidneys. I can sell one of them and I can buy a projector. There's a, that's what you do. It's like starting a business. Um, whereas if you start a branch of a business, there's something coming, still coming through there. But you don't make all the calls. The, the calls are made in the and, and is, there, is there an opportunity for I mean I'm sorry I'm asking too many questions again mm-hmm. is there an opportunity for uh, a site to become autonomous yes of course there is we haven't seen that we haven't and the reason for that is um, why we haven't seen it happen is because of the fact that you've got to in the site if you take um, a site where your your cost Think of, 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 of Uptown. We're paying a lot of money for, to rent a hall. And there aren't many people bringing, bringing the bucks in. And whoever's leading that site looks at this and says, it's going to be me paying that. You know? <laughs> I, I don't know. Or doesn't feel that this is where God has called me to. I'm fulfilling this function right now. They were fulfilling a function in Yeovil. But is that where God is calling me to forever or for the foreseeable future? They didn't feel it. If they did and they said, uh, spoke to Marcus and said, listen, we'd like to take this and make it autonomous. That will be a whole different discussion. I don't know how that discussion will go down. I don't think it's such a discussion. to do so under the right circumstances. Yeah. yeah, it has to be because it makes sense. It makes sense to, uh, to, to do that because... Our, 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 our man, one of our mandates is to plant churches. And Cornerstone is known for planting, planting churches as a base church should be. Now, a base church isn't because we've got a thousand people sitting together now we're a base church. It's, a base church is one who, who looks outside of its, own, of its own needs. And the same would be here. You guys are currently building inwards. But it won't always be like that. It, there will come a time, um, like next week or the week after, when. <laughs> <laughs> so we we are now we are now looking outside. We are we we are wanting to send people on 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 a trip, for example, um, to to go and and reach the nations. It it's not only because you got enough numbers, and so therefore we're doing that, doing that. Um, but I don't know if this is what you have in, or you're comfortable with all of this, all of these questions. Even the even the non RFC guys are now starting to talk. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Please go for it.
When a church, say, like Yeovil, it's needing a lot of support still from Cornerstone. In fact, we treat it like we're part of Cornerstone, which is right. But if they become self-sufficient, in other words, we haven't got at present the, the um, finance for that church to be self-supported. But because of that, let's say they get to that place, and in a sense they become autonomous, these elders in place, the deacons are in place, relationships with Cornerstone are still good, they won't apostolic input, because there's so many benefits. But now the apostolic um, input is invited authority yes. as opposed to imposed authority. Unless they see something really radically going wrong. And they either say, you either stay with us or you're on your own and good luck. <laughs> Are you asking me because I'm, sometimes I'm that you've got that under control. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works with uh, apostolic input, whether it's imposed or invited. Yep. And it works only... Yeah. Only good on, relationship, yeah. uh, now we we as NCMI work on an invited yeah. um, input. Um, I am not sure that each time Paul went to a church he was that he was invited. <laughs> I don't believe. He said, I can't wait to come and see you uh, and have your money ready when I get there. Um, I mean this guy he, he was quite he was quite clear in his thinking. Um, however, the way we as NCMI do it, there are other streams that do the same as what we do. Is we're not the only. Other mothers also have beautiful daughters. It's not. It's not just one. It's not us. Only us that that have, have uh, seen this in the wood. But the way they would would do it would would in some churches be significantly more um, um, imposed. Say, you, Joe. Um, new church in our ranks, you, you, your apostolic input is full Lorna, Henny and Zelda is your apostolic input. Good luck. And, uh, and that's how it is. Because what's happened with NCMI is as a church leader, I now choose somebody, oh, Bev is such a, she's such a darling, she'll never give me any hard time. So I, I get Bev to speak into into our, our church uh, as the apostolic input, but there's never going to be a there's never going to be hard questions asked. There's something that tickles your ears. Yeah, we're just, we're just going to carry on. Eventually, I have destroyed the church, and because of uh, of the way I do things, and she was of zero value in maintaining, looking after, not me. <laughs> See now she now she gets all, all now that the church is broken now she wants to speak up. <laughs> this there is a relational because of our partnership. I speak to you all because of our partnership from from way from way back. That that has. Uh, that has to happen. But um, if it's just a, a little flimsy thing, then uh, we, we could um, fall into a trap by, by allowing ourselves down that, down that route. And not, I still prefer it. I still prefer the invited thing, simply because... Um, I if, can tell someone. Uh, well, I just tell him I'm coming, and it's I, 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 what I do with the Kenyans. I, I, I'm coming. Um, my my diary is such I'm coming, and if you'll have me, then great. If you won't have me, then I'll <laughs> I'll eat mandazi somewhere else. <laughs> you know what? It only works if there's good relationship. Yeah. yeah. And Daddy Daniel, he sat under his teaching for many years. He had a key phrase: friends before function. Otherwise. It'll break down as soon as you have disagreements. Mm. But also what started happening, I, I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn here, but what started happening on the eldership now is just a realization of the apostolic that is in the cornerstone eldership to actually visit the sites more. Yeah. So there's a real reality <coughs> of that now where um, those on the uh, translocal team will 
be putting in more time at at the different sites. sites. So part it that's is. part of Hini and I's. So we'll probably hardly ever be at at, at Bedford View anymore. Mm. Um, we will. We, our intention is to travel um, and to and to do this. Mm. Um, not necessarily every time um, uh, saying something that you might not like might just might just be to come and lift up the arms. You know the Aaron and her thing with yeah. Moses when yeah. Joshua was in the valley and yeah. he was fighting. It that is an important part of what we of what we do as as well because there's lots of new churches starting um, and praise God for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in in Cornerstone, we got churches that aren't in churches uh, in the in the in in the parks. They the, these these crazy people are they're gathering ten or fifteen fifty people. I don't know. They're next to next to Yeovil. Uh, in the passageways, I see people sitting there, and they they they, they are baptizing people left, right, and center. Um, having uh, the first thing that they had an apostolic. You guys know about this because I think I saw you there on yesterday. No, no. Uh, not apostolic, yeah, yeah. A, a prophetic, a prophetic team. Yeah, that was, yeah. Weren't you there? Yes. I thought I saw uh, a picture. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. With, with, with... Sorry, yeah, with Rodney and... Yeah. Wasn't that good? I can't even remember yesterday, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to tell them that no, it wasn't that good. You're talking about the sleep in the city. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking, no, I'm talking no, specifically no. about Rodney and Leanne. Though they're not on the apostolic team of uh, Tyron and, and Nicole, they carry a, 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 a fivefold gifting in the, in, in the, in the prophetic. Yeah. And so they've gone and within the cornerstone group of, uh, of, of meeting places, because there's one church, we, we're, doing, uh, we, we're doing that. And I think it's, I think yeah. it's great. Because yeah. I always, I love taking him with me to Kenya because of that apostolic uh, slant, the apostolic teaching slant that that he carries. I love bringing that that with me. Um, uh, this guy only came with me once, so I'm, I'm, still, I'm still still talking to him. To intro, you're doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Henny Salda, thank you for coming. I think uh, it's good for the church to understand this slot, and I want to summarize it this way. Relationship, relationship, relationship. I think of the two greatest commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and everything in you. And the second one is like it. Love you know, your neighbor like you like yourself. That's born out of relationship. And so if relationship doesn't exist, this is impossible. But we do this for what God, for his glory. So thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Uh, and just so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, now I can do it with my clap.